This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. We're continuing on a theme this week and we're calling it In the Beginning God, the first four words of the Bible. And as we said in previous mornings, we cannot look upon these words as a a time situation because God is timeless. But if we read that in the beginning God, that speaks to us in that everything we are should have as its beginning God. In other words, our life, our total life's origin is in God when we're born again. And that's what we're talking about this week. And we're taking the example of strength, how it's used in the Bible, and we need to see that it requires a tremendous a transformation of our mindset about how we are to look at strength because we need to see it from God's perspective. So we're pursuing this issue of strength and in the beginning God. We've referred to a number of scriptures in the past. For example, Zechariah 4, 6 says, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. So the power that we have in our life is not our own. It's God's. We spoke from Romans 5, 6. We read Isaiah 41, 8 to 10. We spoke from Psalm 138, verse 3. And we even talked about the portion of Revelation where God spoke to the church at Philadelphia, who was very weak, and yet they became pillars in the church because they continued in the word of God. Junie, it's an exciting subject. It really is, Shelley. And for today, we're going to begin our study out of the prophet, the book of Isaiah, From chapter 40, if you have your Bibles, turn with us to chapter 40 of Isaiah, beginning at verse 28 through the end, 31. Read with me. Oh, do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary, and to him who lacks might, he increases power. Though young youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength, They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get weary. They will walk 
and not become weary or fainting. And isn't that encouraging, Shelley, to find out that even those who are strong in their youth will stumble or we can find ourselves growing weary in well-doing. But those that wait upon the Lord, God is there to renew our strength that we might mount up with wings as eagles. And we know that when an eagle flies, it's, uh, the sight of it is majestic and beautiful. Junie, isn't it amazing that he talks about young men? And when you think of young men, you think of strong men. But even they cannot use the strength that they're born with or that they develop. The strength must come from the Lord. And it shows clearly, Junie, that spiritual battles can only be won by spiritual strength. Why were the disciples, for example, told to wait in Jerusalem after Jesus' ascension? Because they were supposed to wait in Jerusalem until they be endued with power. Where does that power come from? From the Holy Spirit. So they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And that strength, of course, comes from above. Powerful scriptures. All right, let's go further. Let's look in the New Covenant now. And if you have your Bibles, turn with us to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. Well-known verses, but receive it in the, from the standpoint of, in the beginning, God. He is the source. He is the origin of our strength. 2 Corinthians 12, beginning at verse 7. And because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, for this reason, this is Paul writing, to keep me from exalting myself, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, to keep me from exalting myself. Concerning this, I entreated the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am well content with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Junie, what can we possibly say if anybody wants to see how we need to be transformed in our mindset, in our understanding? These are the verses. Here was Paul, a mighty warrior for God glorified in his weaknesses. Again, everything is kind of flipped 180 degrees when we come to the Lord because we must see and must live by the fact that it is in the beginning God. If we demonstrate our strength that comes from within, what are we actually doing? We're limiting God. We're closing the door on God because if we think we're strong, We won't acknowledge our weakness, but it's when we acknowledge our weakness, our frailty, our vulnerability, it is then and only then that God can demonstrate his strength. Wouldn't it be incredible, Junie, if God's people all over the world would glory in their weaknesses so that the Messiah, the Lord himself, will manifest his strength through us and he will get the glory. And it's interesting, Shelley, because that is the desire of the Lord, to give us what we don't have. And so if we're really um, vulnerable 
and we feel weak, that is when God tells us that he can give us his strength. And we find that, Shelley, also in the New Testament, in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, and I want to read verses 3 and 4. It says, Since you are speaking for proof of the Christ or the Messiah, who speaks in me, this is Paul speaking, and who is not weak toward you, but mighty in you. Here Paul is saying that the Messiah is not weak toward you, but mighty in you. For indeed, he was crucified because of weakness, yet he lives because of the power of God. For we also are weak in him, yet we live with him because of the power of God directed toward you. So in other words, we can see that it's by the power of God that we're able to overcome. And even if we try to live like Jesus, you and I are going to find ourselves failing because there's only one true Messiah, and that's Jesus himself. So when we yield our life and our will, our heart to him, and allow him to live his resurrected life in and through us, then surely the power of God will be seen in each one of us through our words and through the life that we live because it's no longer Shelley or June or any one of our listeners living, but it's the Messiah, it's Christ who lives in us and the life that we now live in the flesh, we can live by the faith of the Son of God who died for us. Right. You know, Junie, tied in with that, our well-known verses in uh, Romans chapter 6, and it would be good to hear it again. We're looking at Romans chapter 6, verses 3 and 4, because what you talked about is really newness of life. In the beginning, God. We read in verses 4 and 5 in Romans 6, Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death, in order that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. So as you just mentioned, Juni, resurrected life is the, the power that's in us, but first comes that death. And we need to, again, remind ourselves, Junie, that the Lord didn't come and be willing to be crucified on the cross, be dead and buried, and then through the power of God be resurrected. God came not to give us a better or an improved life, but a new life. We are to boast in our weaknesses so that the power of our Messiah may dwell in us, and the same power that raised the Messiah from the dead, is there to impart his power to us, not just to bring us to a resurrected life, but to all aspects of our life. And only by realizing that in the beginning, God, can we come to such a place. And here, Paul, such a a strong man in the Lord, started to boast in his weakness. Junie, and Paul said, follow me as I imitate uh, Christ. Let us begin And I believe it starts, Junie, by saying, in the beginning, God. And I think that's true, Shelley, because we're not supposed to walk according to the flesh, but really to live a new new life 
in the Spirit, allow yes. the Spirit of God to live in and through us. And we read, Shelley, in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 and 4. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare yes, are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. So we see that if we walk in the flesh, we are really overcome. But if we walk in the spirit, then the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly or carnal, but they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds, that we would be able to walk in newness of life as overcomers, having victory, my God, in the spirit, and we would be a demonstration to the living God. And it would be encouraging to us because the Lord would minister to our heart and our lives would be different, different. And that's what we need for um, our Jewish brethren to come to the knowledge of the Messiah, as well as the church waking up to walk in the spirit and no longer according to the flesh. Father, we thank you, Lord. Lord. Thank you for your ways, which are past finding out. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your thoughts, which are so much higher than ours. And I pray that every one of our listeners can can begin to say, in the beginning, God, that the origin of everything about us will be in God. And for that, we can only say thank you. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, Shelley and June Volk. Dot com. That's Shelley and Junevolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.